No, I was doing the whole like uh, dance with the uh, countdown. Hello, everybody. It's good to be alive. Not 100%, but I think I've got a good 30 minutes in me today. Uh, and being joined by Andy Schechtman. So it'll be at least as long as a normal podcast or longer. Thanks to uh, Andy coming in clutch to help me through today. Thank you guys. Last night, it just uh, I had nothing in me. The uh, tank was empty. There was no juice. Well, actually, there was plenty of juice. It was just running out of uh, uh, my nasal passages, uh, uh, coming up out of my lungs. It was uh, it was something else. It was that turning moment, I believe, is everything just really just went. I thought it had released earlier. It had not. But definitely improving. Kukla, hopefully you are improving as well. Didn't overdo it this week. Hello, Bigly Huge. Hello, Middle of Werno. Hello, Linda. Ooh, let's do something real quickly, guys. Because I had an email on this. A lot of people, uh, not a lot of people, but a number of people having a tough time finding where to go uh, on how to sign up for announcements. They could not find the email newsletter spot on uh, Dinar Recaps. So I want to share it. You simply go to dinarrecaps.com, scroll to the very bottom of that front page. You're going to see a thing that says, join the Recaps free email newsletter list. Click it. Ooh. Now we got to uh, suffer through that whole like um, ad thing there. You can't get away from them, can you guys? Denar recaps email sign up schedule. Here is a schedule of how often they send them out. Then down here to your right where it says join the recaps free daily newsletter. Name is optional. You do not have to put a name in here if you're worried about your anonymity. Matter of fact, you can create a free email just for recaps if you're worried about it. Personally, I think they're a great crew over there and do a, as solid a job as this uh, as this circus will allow. Put in your email, hit submit, you're subscribed. Make certain you read them on occasion uh, so that they do not remove you from the list. Better yet, let's hope it goes quickly and you only get one email from them. But bam, we're done. That's the one you want. <clears throat> I wanted to get that done. Also, guys, this one is a big one for me today. I Launching into advertisement but i do want to talk about after i read this just how much i do like this one bad browsing habits will put your hard-earned finances at risk to hackers and other criminals for example just recently a popular ticket reselling website used to purchase tickets to shows movies and concerts experienced a credit card data breach this breach exposed the payment card details of thousands of customers similar data breaches have put banking retirement investment accounts into the hands of Hackers on the black market. This is why I highly re recommend Virtual Shield One, not just a VPN, but also designed to protect your finances for you. It monitors banking, retirement, investment institutions for potential data breaches, dark web scans, social security protection with 24-7 alerts and can protect you and your family with up to $1 million insurance uh, or million dollar insurance policy. Virtual Shield also includes Free access to Virtual Shield's industry-leading VPN with unlimited VPN access and advances VPN Plus features, including malware and ad blocking. Give Virtual Shield uh, one a, a free 30-day trial and get 72% off this Black Friday review. Inspect and judge it with your own eyes to see if it lives up to the hype. Just go to link below or simply visit. I like this one, guys, because they gave me a, uh, a fun one. Uh, virtualshield.com forward slash Mark Z. Virtualshield.com forward slash Mark Z. And now, as to uh, how much fun this one's been for me, you guys have heard me comment before on um, VPNs. You know you can't watch Hulu, regular television, your games, a lot of those things in Puerto Rico that you can watch in the rest of the country. So I get to turn that VPN on. I even told him I was in Miami. Shoot, I wonder if I could tell him I was at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Uh, but it allows me to watch what I missed from back home. All those shows. I know all that security stuff is cool. All the news I can source from around the world by using a VPN is cool. But come on, for the average everyday person, you get to watch your shows. Oh, God, Smokey High, don't tell. Is this real? All right, anybody, <clears throat> any of you fact checkers and internet sleuths, is Powerball really, is their software really run by Dominion? That would make 
a spooky amount of sense. Uh, when we look at the problems they suddenly had, um, yeah, winners, are they real? Their global domination, for those that don't know, Powerball has expanded to all kinds of different nations and countries and runs uh, lotteries for them as well. Yes, there's a tremendous amount of grift amongst the uh, lottery world. Wow. Coming up for air, we are definitely going to talk about that one for certain. All right, suddenly the internet's uh, having a time. Hopefully that will smooth out. <laughs> Kevin, yes, and that was some fantastic chicken noodle soup that you sent via Twitter. I appreciate that one. Okay. Lakers on a roll, downward spiral, 2-9, about time to get rid of the owners. I'm, this is the way it rolls. Get, it's good to be back. <clears throat> Hopefully my voice will make it at least a good 30 minutes today and tonight. And guys, uh, let me share this one. I am hoping to be able to have a hot toddy during this uh, this hour with um, <clears throat> Dallas and Trina uh, this evening at their normal time, 8 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Eastern. I'm going to drop that link into chat. We will see. I am hopeful. I'm not going to overdo it today. Uh, but I certainly could use the social aspect after being laid up for a few days. <laughs> Roy's, yep, they heard me talking about the VPN and they're upset. Oh, wait a minute. He's getting around us. Good morning, Mark. It's my daughter Ever Everly's fifth birthday. When she woke up, she asked me if Mark Z was going to say, oh, Lenice, I pray and hope that I am up for that. Better yet, let's do that before I toast my voice. I don't know how it's going to sound, but that is awesome. Her fifth birthday. She is a full grown lady now. That is awesome. <clears throat> so yes, Everly, I'm going to give it a shot. No promises. Anybody else doing the birthday thing? Let's hit it quick. Then we will do the news and uh, get running with everything else happening in the world. For all you birthday people, those celebrating, those that I missed yesterday with my voice being completely out. Uh, grand rising to you, Mrs. Woodtown, Texas. See, Jant, number of folks wishing you a happy birthday to Everly. Great name, by the way. All right, I'm going to give it a shot. Oh, Gemstone, 67th birthday as well. <clears throat> Hopefully this will work. So they tell me it's your birthday. Well, happy birthday, darling. May you live, may you love. Make all your dreams come true. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to all those celebrating. Oh, wow, Rich, mom's birthday, Monday, 93 years. That's going to be a big one. Happy birthday to all those celebrating. Ha-ha, the mother. We're going to talk about the stock market going up. Totally expected. Totally expected. Uh, it's going to be a fool's game. All right, let's get to the news, and then we get to talk about things like that, because we have a lot going on. All right, we're finally starting to get some news again out of Iraq proper. Let's uh, bounce over for that right out of the gate. <clears throat> yeah, making certain I got the right thing pulled up. Uh, new government cancels the security check for residents of the liberated territories. It's kind of tough to RV and convince the world that you need an international currency and that you are ready for the mainstream at the front of the world. If you still have checkpoints, lockdowns, all of those things, like some uh, crazy war-torn third-world country, I think this is a positive sign. I'm not going to try to read too much into it. Also in the news, and I think this is the biggest piece out of the news coming out of Iraq this week, short of them just saying, hey, we're going to RV this date. We have two more pieces. This is one of them. Advisor to the Prime Minister, the government plans to adopt international standards for banking reform. This is important. For them to be on international standards, what are they going to need? Why? They're going to need an internationally uh, accepted 
and recognize currency that has some value, and that is very important. Uh, also, coming out of Iraq, guys, and I'm getting a fair amount of chatter, mostly from you all and boards and what you have seen. I'm still hearing much sooner, uh, but it is uh, important for me to touch on it. Well, a couple of reasons why. Saves me answering a crap ton of emails on the subject. Yes, Iraq is due on December 20th to vote for their full-blown budget, which is expected to have a new rate. Uh, it's my understanding they have uh, 12 or 14 days for the new president to ratify said budget and for it to go fully into effect with that new rate. They would not be broadcasting a date set in what appears to be stone if they weren't doing it sooner. That would allow everybody out there to take advantage of it. That would let Iranian factions... Uh, other factions that are a little more well-heeled, like the Shia factions, to gain uh, an economic advantage over the rest. So no part of me thinks we are waiting that long, but you are going to hear it and see it on the boards a lot. So I wanted to touch on that one briefly. <clears throat> That's really all the news. Bond people uh, still seeing tabletop deals uh, closing, moving, happening. Uh, not the level that I want to see, meaning I, I really was hoping for more of a shotgun, like a mad flurry of activity with everybody getting paid. Uh, but it does still seem to be constant and consistent. Uh, no updates for you guys on CMKX. Uh, the last time I spoke with a DHS contact on that front, they're saying, hey, look, about once a month, they're updating fines, penalties and getting things uh, prepared. They're simply waiting for permission to release. And that's that's it that I can think of. Uh, no updates out of Sheila. Mr. C has not been paid as of this morning. Crypto free fall. Totally, totally expected with what happened, guys. Uh, FTX. Same reason the stock market is going to take it and it's going to be absolutely ugly. Leveraging. Leveraging is evil. Call shorts, puts, you name it. They have uh, allowed leveraging. FTX did to the point where you could borrow and trade exponentially on your holdings. Sounds pretty cool. But what happens if there's a downturn in the market and your holdings no longer cover what you're allowed to borrow against it and then leverage to trade even more horrendous, horrendous. I mean, I mean, horrendous business concept and model over at FTX. Totally expected, which allows Binance to come in, scoop them up. Centralized exchanges, still dangerous. People do not seem to be getting the good things about blockchain technologies and the potential of crypto in the world. It's going to be here. So it's going to be interesting and fun. Dwayne, we just hit bond news. Hopefully you heard it. And I'm just seeing that as an old post. Uh, Bearded, I don't buy this one. Bearded Patriot posted, Mark, found out that it's Trump that's holding up the RVs, worried that the money from the RV will get into the cabal hands. How do we get around this? One, I don't buy that. To me, that is, for better or for worse, a made-up crap. Uh, now, I'm not saying the people repeating it made it up. I'm saying that it doesn't make sense. How so, you ask? If the blockchain is, excuse me, if the QFS, quantum financial system, is real, and they can keep bad folks from getting money at any point in any time, doesn't really make sense to me that they didn't want the cabal getting their hands on it because couldn't they just track it where it goes? Don't they know who's guilty? I'm just not buying that. Don't get me wrong. I want to so that I feel like there's that person up there, but I'm just not buying that. All right. That's my thoughts on that one. I think we're still in the middle of a pitched war and a battle, and each day is a slow, hard grind victory. Uh, 2K9, I do, but I am the eternal optimist, and I want to constantly remind you guys of that I really do think we are going before we get to Christmas. Uh, I think that the White Hats, if they are truly out there and in charge, have about a week in which to pull the trigger. Shit or get off the pot, his shift, pull. Or as uh, we said growing up in the rural South, and this one is going to offend some of you, so if you uh, if you need to, I'll hold up a hand and you just keep it bleep for a minute. So here, watch the hand. When the hand goes down, you'll know you can listen again. Giving you guys a minute, find your mute button if you're offended by profanity. The way I see it, if you are out there, military, white hat, any of them, it is time. It is fuck face or a foot race. 
<clears throat> you need to either run and admit you can't handle it and you're not going to do it and we got to put on our shoes and boots and make it happen or it is time for you to pony up all the excuses are done we saw the shenanigans over this week we saw some absolutely hokey crap we've seen enough for you to prosecute and move this is it i don't want to hear any more about your damn chess game oh wait i shouldn't have put this down yet it is hit shift or pull make it happen boom it is pony up time if not we will pony up and i do not mean we'll do it in violence i mean we will do it in a very calm collective rational thoughtful way as we are uh warriors out there digitally and in truth so pony up because <clears throat> i am coming into town and i'm riding old stud leroy yeah big and rich time all right that's it um <clears throat> it is gonna be fun we got a lot to do yeah see you guys get it i think i need to start having a for you guys in chat need to start having like a minute of free chat meeting you don't have to worry about censorship for that minute and we'll just produce a warning Hey, censorship free for one minute. Say what you want. Um, okay, guys. <clears throat> uh, Blue Sky, I think it's been that time for some time. No, I, I agree with you. I bought the excuses up through now. I totally understand 3D, 5D, 4D chess. I, I understand how chess works, guys. You can have the best attack plan in the game, but you are still responding to the other pe the other the other person's moves. And I'm also tired of them referring to chess because I love playing chess. I've always enjoyed it. It has been a uh, long-time hobby. Uh, even growing up, the boys had chess boards throughout the houses, throughout the, my house in various states of play. I shouldn't say boys, daughter as well, as uh, we would have ongoing chess games because I think it's important. It's a mental tool. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, it's ruining my love of the game. Let's get to it. We've got a lot to talk about. And then Andy is supposed to be here a touch early because my voice hopefully will make it the next 12 minutes, then rest for tonight, then rest again, maybe have a hot toddy with you guys that would like to join. You know, <clears throat> I'm going to kind of let you guys direct. I've got quite a bit of information pulled up to uh, talk about. I love cousin it talk nasty to us. <laughs> I'll talk nasty. Woo! Uh-huh. Then I fell in a mud puddle. I was covered, had mud from top to bottom. Mmm, that was nasty. Is that, is that nasty enough? All right. All right, I'm going to mute because I'm going to need to cough for a second. Uh, but on the Connect one, I think we have some great, 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 in my opinion on that one, I think is, uh, is spot on, dead on. Just love. Thank you for that super sticker. Uh, let me find this one. Ah, here, let's bounce over to it. I am going to mute you for a second to clear my throat. All right, I'm back with you. I uh, already did the onion trick, guys. A number of you guys suggested it. It has worked in the past. I truly am starting to recover. Uh, doing all the home remedies from uh, Vicks on your bottom of your feet. I mean, you name it, guys, I'm doing it. And uh, it is helping. In the past, these colds would take me down for two, three weeks at a time. Now, a few days is all they can get. And that's with them throwing everything at me. All right. Charges dropped against election software CEO accused of data theft. Now, when they drop these charges, which uh, you're going to have a, a fun time with, uh, <clears throat> here, this is why they're dropping it. Not because there's not truth or reality or that they did not catch this information of the families going to CCP-owned servers. All that's still true, still guilty, still not a question. Court hadn't found him that way, and you know how things work here in the States. And I'm personally a fan of innocent until found guilty. But let's bounce it down here. We are concerned about both the pace of the investigation, the potential bias in the presentation and investigation of the evidence, Gascon said in a statement to Reuters. As a result, we have decided to ask the court to dismiss the current case and alert the public in order to ensure transparency. Now, Let's do this again. No mention of guilt, of evidence, none of that. Doesn't matter <clears throat> that this person sent all of your personal information. If you're a poll worker in the last few elections and other states have uh, done this, 
And now CCP people know that they could lean on you if they wanted to, not saying they're going to, but they could. And so we're not going to worry about any of those facts. And the question is, is why? And we're going to get to that. Uh, but let's hit that one again. We are concerned about both the pace of the investigation and potential bias in the presentation of that information. Is that like being biased when you tell somebody uh, like mainstream media, we don't want to tell them the true economic data because it might be biased against an administration. It doesn't matter that it's affecting you at the kitchen table and it's affecting uh, how you can function and operate. But because we think that us reporting that could be possibly potentially biased in its presentation, we're just not going to do it. Um, so does that mean that, you know, let's say, could, could I use that? Could I say, you know, if you're going to prosecute me for whatever, because I'm white and everybody hates white people now, is that bias? So you probably shouldn't prosecute me even if I'm guilty of something. I mean, we all know why they have dropped the case. We all know why they have dropped the case because it lent a tremendous amount of veracity and legitimacy to the claims by true the vote. So that is the real reason that they had to drop this case. Because if they prosecute this case, uh, then true the vote is uh, found by a U.S. court system or a federal court to be absolutely 100% correct in its allegations. And they cannot allow that to happen. Thus, the case has to be dropped for whatever reason they can drop it for. Because otherwise they have to admit that they are puppets on strings. Which is kind of odd if you think about it. Because the puppet master literally just danced their strings and made him drop the case so that they could not uh, continue to try to silence the folks over at True the Vote. And that is 100% absolutely the, oh boy, this is, uh, it's tough to keep the old language clean today, especially on the uh, birthday of the Marine Corps. Hoorah, Devil Dog, Semper Fi. Uh, for you guys, thank you for your service, especially as we're coming into a Veterans Day. Uh, so a huge thank you there, but yeah. That is why they could not possibly have continued to prosecute that one without acknowledging in a court of law how correct true the vote is. So it is time to sweep the facts under the rug so that they do not have to admit. <clears throat> there you go, Fubar. Oh, wait, I missed it. I was trying to hit that one and I was trying to hit the uh, hit the the oorah there. Uh, yes. Uh, truly, I mean, all armed services are very important, guys. Um, I just have special heart, special place in my heart for my Marine buddies and friends. That's what I wanted to be. Muscle disease kept me from going there. Um, <clears throat> many of my cousins, proud Marines. Uh, many of my friends, proud Marines. Many of my deceased friends, proud Marines. And uh, yeah, special place. Dow up 869. We're going to dive on that one next. I kind of like this, uh, letting you guys uh, run the direction of where we are headed. Let's see. Mark, clarification, the RV and the Trump comment by Oki Girl come directly from Simon Park. Said he, Trump, wants to make sure the funds don't go in politicians' hands. Uh, I totally understand what they're saying. I totally understand what they're claiming. But for me, I want to use my logical mind that the QFS is all of that. And a bag of chips. Why are they worried? If the QFS is not all that in a bag of chips. They need to stop telling us that it is all that in a bag of chips and a side of uh, grandma's macaroni and cheese. Sorry about the noise, guys. I don't get to control the neighbor's um, landscaping crews, unfortunately. Oh, wait. Looking at, uh, let's see. Good morning, USMC. Uh, tomorrow, I will think of my dad, World War II. Uh, just keep in mind, guys, tomorrow's Veterans Day for all those veterans. Memorial Day will be for those that passed. And I know it's a point of, um, for all of us, uh, any of those holidays are an opportunity for us to celebrate our. Boy, that'll get the demons out of you. Um, but it is important that we uh, uh, keep those. In our mind, I mean, don't get me wrong, definitely acknowledge those that uh, have served, but it is for the living veterans. 
Good morning, Salty Reaper. Ba ba bing. Okay, let's uh let's keep going. Boy, beard of patriot. I wish anybody had an idea how to uh, calculate the uh, pango. Texas Buttercup. I serve the way I can. Uh, get, you got to prosper where God plants you, or get up and move the stinking field. Uh, <laughs> kind of what I did, and that works too. All right, let's keep going on the economy and the balance. Um, one, I just love it. Oh, wait, here. Where do I start with this one? Let's let's start right here. I think um, I think the crew over here did the best job with it today so far, and they came out with this one before we got the inflation data. And they're pretty excited that inflation is only by their numbers, guys, which are about half of what is real. is only about 7.7%. Today only rose, uh, what, 0.4% instead of the expected 0.5. So the markets are rallying. The markets are rally, rallying for a couple of different reasons. One, <clears throat> uh, one part of it is just positioning, meaning... They have enough of the election results, so they're positioning in different stocks that will be kinder. You would have seen that bump, whether it had been a, a red wave, a blue wave, a, an independent wave or whatever. They they have to position for the market. So if one party's in control and they're more pro-drilling, then you uh, invest heavier in um, uh, traditional energy markets. If uh, one party wins and it's all going to be silicon and batteries, then you invest in companies that are that. So most of them dump positions in preparation to be cash in hand before the markets took their downturn, prepared totally for this so that they could take advantage of the buying opportunity. That is part of your part of your balance. Your other balance is this insane hope or fear of missing out probably more than anything. Inflation data, they desperately want inflation to be dead so that they can go back to their free-for-all of free money and quantitative easing. So in their excitement, you are getting that bounce. The reality is it's a dead cat bounce, or that cat is probably more like on, like every time it bounces and hits the top, they hit it with the shock paddles, it bounces down even harder, comes up, it bounces up, they hit it with the shock paddles. Uh, it is suckering the last of the people in for that dance. It is going to be a uh, bloodbath for them. <clears throat> yeah, and crypto markets, I already talked about that one. That's all leveraging. And that is the market correcting for poor controls. That is the market correcting itself for poor controls. Bill, I do not think that we're all getting different rates. I am being told by all my banking contacts that it is very standardized and covered in a treaty. Sissies, thank you, veterans, for your service and your sacrifice. I had two brothers that served, now deceased from disease. That con, oh, they contracted while uh, serving. Um, busy biz. These are some of the things I desperately want to talk about, but can't talk about them on this uh, format. Uh, looking forward to the recovered voice in the coming days, so we can do a special one, and I can tell you really what I think. That is part of my comments earlier that it is. Time to, uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> whatever, or get off the pot, hit shift, pull. Um, enough was collected. It is time to ante up. Trapper, thank you, thank you. Oh, that's for the swear charge. Trapper, I appreciate that. Sometimes, guys, and I do, I think many people use profanity entirely too loosely, but there are times, historically, where it is the best... Um, uh, exclamation point you can throw on something to get a point across. Uh, let's see, Jim. Oh, God. It has been so hilarious watching the responses to election stuff. Um, Heart of Gold, yes, did the news early on. Not a tremendous amount there, but we shared all the latest, uh, most, most of it out of Iraq proper. Uh, Jim, nice knowing you, Florida. The article opens dramatically. After Tuesday's stunning election results, the state's political transformation is now nearly complete from deep purple battleground to crimson hellscape. 
uh, it is kind of crazy that the uh, state that has the most people moving into it in the entire country is that hellscape because people want to go live in that hell where they can be free and make their own decisions and their own income and keep it. That is crazy how that's a hellscape, isn't it? But anyways, an ideal launch pad for Governor Ron DeSantis' presidential aspirations. What should have been a moment of reflection for the left-leaning publication turned into a wine fest complete with conspiracy theories about voter suppression and abortion restriction. Oh, so that's how it works. In the left, uh, in Florida, they, uh, it was all like, uh, you know, voter issues, voter suppression and abortion restriction. Ah, I see how that works. And in the states where you were successful, it worked out how it was supposed to, right? I think I'm following that. <laughs> so fun. Stacy, I still, Stacy Abbott's asking thoughts on this happening before. I still think we're happening for Thanksgiving. I think uh, we are in a skinny part of a week for it. Uh, yes, and I know if I'm wrong, I'm going to hear it from the trolls. I get it. Can you imagine going through life glass completely half empty all the time? The sky's falling, the world's crap, nothing's worth living. What a miserable existence for those folks. Hey, White Wolf, sometimes it's necessary. I get it. Mm. One, I want to bounce up to this one. My dad fought in elite force under General Patton. Battle of the Bulge, still alive. That is huge. Uh, if you can, you know, I don't know if your dad, how cognitive still is, but love to have him on a podcast. Would be absolutely awesome. Alexander, my mom's glass is half empty. Well, Alexander, be a good kid. Go fill up her glass, right? <laughs> uh, yes, uh, look, <laughs> Deb, I, I don't know if we're RVing tomorrow or not. We will find out. Nobody knows the exact timing, guys. We are all guessing. Anybody that tells you know the exact timing, Unless it is one of the banking families that controls it. They're just, it's just a bold face. It's a want. Um, we don't know the timing. We're guessing based on the information we're pulling together. And that is the cold, hard truth. I am just more hopeful and optimistic than others. Alexander Quinn deal. Love and light to all. Armor on. Thank you. Oh, man, let me see if I can pull this one down. I do have an important one, and we do need to acknowledge the state of Pennsylvania for this. Let me make certain I can uh, pull this one up. No. Ah. I'm got something I have to search for, guys, because you need to see it. You need to see it. Um, let's search in here. It would have been, what's today? Today's the 10th. Uh, bear with me, guys. I'm finding something that I think is very important. I hope I'm finding something that's very important. From uh, let's uh, let's hmm. Oh, I know I'm not finding him. You got to bear with me, guys. I am figuring it out. Coming back to you all. Oh, I see Andy in the background. Uh, Andy, I am looking for something particular. If you're ready, just wave and I'll put you on and then I will share what I'm looking for for the state of Pennsylvania. Uh, oh, I think he's working through sound, guys. I'm going to wait for him to wave that he's ready. <clears throat> and then I'm really trying to find this for you because I want to share it with you guys. Ah, here we go. 
Well, this is not going to be a great picture, but I'm going to move it over for you guys to see it. Kudos to the state of Pennsylvania for electing the nation's first Klingon senator. Right? You, you can't unsee that, right? I mean, that is how seriously the left takes their racial diversity. They were willing to elect the nation's, the, the, the U.S.'s, nay, the world's first Klingon senator. <laughs> All right. I think <laughs> I even see a grin on Andy. I'm bringing him in. Hopefully he is ready or perhaps Shrek. <laughs> That's it. I'm having fun, Andy. Hopefully you can hear me. I hear you just fine, my man. I hear you just fine. How are you? Um, hey, look, I'm still alive and I'm recovering from my cold, so I'm good. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, I uh, we had a hurricane here, I guess you'd call it a very mild one, but it reset my computer half a dozen times last night and everything I've been working on, all my notes, everything that I've been studying for the past week, isn't it great that it just disappeared? So uh, I have to do a lot of this from memory. Uh, so but it's all good. You're doing it's the hard work. Mm. Um, I think I can probably make it work. Uh, before we uh, dive into um, too much of where the market's at, because a lot of people are asking what to expect out of metals right now, um, right. especially with the, uh, the Wall Street bump that's going on as we speak, or the market bump, what to expect. Uh, so, uh, and I know we want to get to that, but I'm curious, how did your parents weekend go? Parents, let me tell you something. It was a lot easier to be a kid, a college kid when I was in college. Uh, I, the first night, I think I was voted the fun dad and I walked up and down four floors of the hotel with putting my key up against the door, trying to remember exactly what room I was in. If it gives you any idea what it was like pretending I was uh, a college kid at the University of Wisconsin. But um, it was great. My daughter my daughter is in her happy spot and made me happy to uh, pretend I was in college for a, week, for a weekend. But I'm still paying for it a little bit. But you know what? When we reach that point in our lives where we, uh, we see our kids in a happy place, it makes you feel like you did something right. And God bless my wife, really, I guess I should say. I was there, part of it, but uh, somehow we made it. We got her. We got her to uh, to the finish line. So it's, and that's, it was that's why it takes spread. a team, Andy. It, it took you grinding those long days at the uh, at the office and working, so that uh, the wife could afford to do it. I know that doesn't always make up for the time lost, but uh, I'm I'm an old generation where the man has that responsibility. To well, I feel that way too. You know, I feel that way too. It's interesting. You know, we've been in business for a very long time. I brought my wife on board out of desperation in 2020 when it got crazy. And I only wish I would have brought her in years earlier. She's helped and really turned my company uh, around from the inside out with her. Um, you know, she used my my wife used to uh, to be the tour manager for for rock and roll bands, toured all around the world, uh, representing bands. And she was the uh, tour manager for bands like uh, Slipknot, Corn, Backstreet Boys, and the Eagles, and Marilyn Manson, and Ozfest, and on and on and on. Well, she learned how to uh, organize and plan and do things that um, that I'm weak in. So it's, it was a blessing. But you're right. I, I've missed a lot. I, I've missed a lot. And a lot, especially over the last three years, where I don't think people quite understand because price is nowhere near a reflection of demand. Where over the last three years, and, and this God is my witness, I work 12 to 16 hours a day, seven days a week. I'm not complaining. I've been doing this since I was 19 years old. I remember what it was like to only wish that the phone would ring the way that it does now. But I, I hope people understand that in, in the world we live in, misdirection is becoming more and more and more pervasive. And I think misdirection in price and in rhetoric 
is what is allowing the biggest money in the world to um, reposition. And in this industry, the demand is so far, so far greater than the price would, would lead you to believe. Although, you know, looking at what's been going on here, geez, the price has really taken off. And um, percentage-wise, you can see what's what's really possible with silver. Um, and there's a lot going on. No question about it right now, Mark. There's a lot going on. These are very interesting times. Too bad that's a Chinese curse. But um, I think it's going to be a um, an incredibly interesting um, two years, you know, between now and the next election. Forget about the midterms. We'll, uh, we'll see how it all shakes out in the end here. But, you know, I think over the next two years, as we, we muddle through the rest of this administration, we're going to see some global changes and we're beginning to see them in real time right now. Um, and we can talk about that certainly as we, we go through today, because there are several things that, that happened over the last week that I think are are worthy of talking about, for sure. Uh, no, a few things. A number of folks just, uh, you know, and, and I know you're not giving financial advice. You're, you know, you got to be licensed for that no matter how right you are. Um, <clears throat> where do you see the price going? What do you see? I mean, we know a reset's coming. we uh, not 100% certain exactly what it's going to look like, but we know it's coming because commodities always rule at the end of the day because um, you got to be able to taste it, touch it, or eat it for it to have real value. Um, <laughs> side, but not the yeah, boy, it's tough having a, a vivid imagination. So anyways, uh, let's go back to that one. Where do you, where do you see metal going when that does, when that crisis finally occurs and they have to have sound money backing or something sound backing uh, the money in circuit, actually the currency, because right now it's not money. It doesn't have value or not real value. Well, I do believe that a reset is coming and I've been talking about this for a long time. Um, and it's beginning to, it really seems like it's beginning to accentuate, you know, uh, we had, and I'll answer your question, but let me just set the stage first. Last week, we had uh, Saudi Arabia come out and say to the world that China was its biggest priority uh, as far as oil is concerned this year and for the next 50 years. Um, that is what we used to be. Now, I've talked ad nauseum with you about how we got to this point. The day we left Afghanistan, um, the, the pieces that have led to this and when you have Saudi Arabia within the last month say we're joining the BRICS nations, they came out and, and, and stated this as a fact. When they snubbed the U.S. and said, no, in fact, we are not going to increase um, supply of, uh, of oil into the midterm. In fact, we're going to decrease it. Uh, in other words, on, on the world stage, snubbing President Biden, uh, when you see the in the declaration by the BRICS nations that, hey, we're going to issue uh, a, a new currency that is going to be pegged to commodities. What we saw last week, I think, is certainly very, very emblematic of maybe this process speeding up. Last week, we saw the completion of China's 40-day trial on their new uh, Embridge. Now, I talked about that with you a week or two ago about this new Embridge. And the Embridge is a central bank digital currency platform that allows border cross-border payments. Um, and this 40-day trial, this cross-bridge 40-day trial or this cross-border Embridge trial, uh, processed over 160 payments worth somewhere around $22 million, all of it in real time. And it was between Hong Kong, Thailand, and the United Arab Emirates. And what was most interesting about this successful trial is that two things. Number one, when I say real time, I mean real time, like cryptocurrency real time. The money, bang, processed. Now, if you've ever tried to get a wire from Europe, or from other parts of the world, as we do, it can take up to two, three days. You, you think a wire is instantaneous, but it's not. And a wire has to go through what? The SWIFT system, which goes through what? U.S. intermediate banks. 
So this new Embridge uh, processed all these transactions um, in real time, but the best part about it is that it undercut the dollar correspondent banking mechanism. In other words, no SWIFT. And it, to me, is perhaps the beginning of this new uh, digital currency that we have been told, or this new currency that we have been told is going to be issued by the BRICS nations. And it is proven that they can use the digital yuan, which I believe will be the rails to which the BRICS nations runs their new currency, which will show the pegging of currencies, I mean, of commodities. We were told by the Russian finance minister that this is coming, that they will peg it to commodities. We see the testing of the M-bridge. We see Saudi Arabia saying we're joining BRICS, snubbing the U.S., admitting to the world that China was their biggest priority coming forward. You can see where all of this is heading. And it all started with weaponizing the dollar. And yes, the day we left Afghanistan in 2021 was the day we lost the petro status. In my mind, forever, what has happened subsequently is the pieces of this puzzle being put together and they're starting to spin much, much faster. Now, before I answer your question, I want to tell you one more thing. There was an article that was picked up by the mainstream just the other day. And this article is talking about, uh, and this was on um, uh, Reuters and on Bloomberg. And the article talked about a whale, this this new whale that uh, has been buying gold and silver. And um, they talk about the central bank purchasing um, in the third quarter, far exceeding the previous record, going all the way back to 2000, that the uh, number of ounces that were purchased in the third quarter of uh, 2022 here uh, was 399 tons of gold, worth around $20 billion dollars. And um, it's interesting because Bloomberg calls these buyers mystery whales. And they postulated that the buyers were likely either China, Russia, Saudi Arabia, or India. Now, wait a second, Mark. Where have we heard those names before? Oh, yeah. The BRICS nations, right? Saudi Arabia is now BRICS because they're joining. They just said so. Russia, India, China. They're all buying the gold. But here's what's really interesting. They call them mystery buyers. I'm going to get into this in a second. Then I'm going to answer your question. But what what Bloomberg talked about was that this amount of gold was double the previous record. Um, And in terms of how much gold was purchased in the quarter. And in total, world gold demand uh, is up substantially. Um, over the last year, year over year. In fact, this is, would be the biggest year that we've had going back to 1967 by central banks, and there's still six weeks left in the year. So the central banks are massively accumulating gold. But what's really interesting about this is there was an article that a buddy of mine, Ronan Manley, published about talking about this deal, about the World Gold Council came out and they said, of the 400 tons of gold purchased, 120 tons were um, reported, and we know who they were, most of it China. 280 tons were not reported. They're not reported purchases. Well, what the hell does that mean? That means that somebody or some countries, and they, they suspect it's Saudi Arabia, Russia, China, and India, has been accumulating all this gold. Now, that sounds very similar to what we've been talking about. The bleed down of the COMEX and the bleed down of the London Metals Exchange, who the hell is taking all the gold and silver? 280 tons or two-thirds what is reported as the largest third quarter in history and, and would be the biggest yearly acquisition by central banks going back to 1967, but only one-third of it is reported. Who's buying the rest of it? Where is it? going. On top of that, who the hell is taking all the gold and silver off of COMEX and the LBMA? The biggest exchanges in the world are being bled dry. And 
when we talk about price, I want people to understand misdirection is everywhere. They are misdirecting all of us with rhetoric and with price. But while they are doing that, this is let this sink in. The most well-funded, well-informed, influential traders on the globe are bleeding dry the world's supply. And it's happening like that. So where does the price go? Higher than anybody ever thinks possible. And I say that to you, not because I sell gold and silver, and I'm hoping that this is the outcome. I say this to you because if price was indicative of demand and value, then where is it all going? And when you see the Russian finance minister say, we are going to issue a currency that is pegged to commodities, and when you see gold being reclassified in 2019 as the world's only other tier one reserve asset, you can see why they are misdirecting the public the way that they are. We are entering the ninth inning of the Keynesian economic experiment. And we have, pardon my French, everyone out there, I need to get the point across. We've shit the bed with the U.S. dollar and with the world reserve currency. And not only have we done that, we have incentivized, and maybe this is purposefully, through weaponization of the dollar and all of these counterintuitive decisions that we make, we have incentivized the world to find a backdoor. The digital yuan, the M-bridge, Saudi Arabia leaving uh, the dollar, pledging their, um, their loyalty and their efforts in oil, their singular focus for the next 50 years, pledging it publicly to China, saying that the U.S. only is significant to them right now in terms of protection. And we have two brain-dead senators trying to remove the Patriot missiles from Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates. We're this close to seeing that moment, that reset, where the world dumps dollars and the world, you know, what's going to happen? Saudi Arabia is going to come out and all of the OPEC countries on the Belt Road Initiative, all 13 of them are going to say, we are now going to take uh, the new BRICS currency for oil. And bang, not only are you seeing all the countries like Egypt and Turkey and, and Mexico and Iran and Venezuela and Argentina, and the list goes on and on and on, all of these countries that are leaving the West and joining the BRICS, when that happens, when that switch happens and the dollar is forsaken, and it will happen, you can see it. You're not paying attention if you don't see it. And, and, and the Saudis are really putting it in your face. When that happens, gold and silver will go to levels that people think impossible. And it is no different than when I started in this industry and the Dow Jones was 2,100, watching it go almost 20-fold increase. At the same time, the Japanese Nikkei was 40,000 and watching it lose two-thirds of its value and never come back, even with interest rates at zero. Markets go higher in either direction, either up or down than people ever think possible. And what will accentuate this movement in the dollar is fear as the world is dumping dollars because it is precipitously losing value. And what will will, will switch it in terms of gold and silver is ter- people being terrified. Where do I put my money? And realizing they should have listened a long time ago and become a contrarian and minimize their exposure to a currency that is literally on the way out globally. So where does it go? I think $5,000 gold is conservative. And, and, and if you realize there's a seven to one ratio right now between gold and silver geologically, I don't know, take 5,000 divided by seven, what do you get? Uh, what? 800, 5,000 divided by seven, 715. I think those are realistic numbers. I think they're also conservative. When does it happen? Don't know. But I tell you, when it does happen, it will not be something to get out and go party about. In fact, I think when it does happen, it will be a very scary, scary time in this country. Um, I think it will come at the expense of everyone around you that you love and care about, those of you that have taken the time to prepare, because the dollar is going to get hammered. And when the dollar gets hammered, Globally, interest rates will spike and inflation will become far worse than you think. And when interest rates spike, 
everything in this country that makes people feel wealthy collapses. And the antithesis of all of this chaos is what the biggest money in the world has been doing quietly before it happens, pulling all of their metal out. And I want to give you an example of something, why this is so crazy. Um, I did a very large deal a couple days ago. Let's say it's call it $30 million in thousand ounce Comex bars. And in the world of getting silver these days, Mark, Comex bars are one of the few things that I'm able to get pretty easily. And we have a Brinks program. I think we have the finest storage program in the country or in the industry. And we have facilities around the country with Brinks, one of which is JFK. Um, one of which is Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City is their biggest vault, probably the biggest, most secure vault in North America. JFK at the airport is not, but it is a COMEX-approved vault. And when I was securing the silver for the client, I was advised to tell the client that if we leave it in JFK, it's within the COMEX ecosystem. If we move it to Salt Lake City, it's not within the COMEX ecosystem. It's still a Brinks facility, but it is not a COMEX-approved vault. The JFK vault in the COMEX has, as we've talked about, there are the two categories. There's the registered and the eligible. The eligible are the bars that are not for sale. Those would be these bars. They belong to someone in our storage program. They're not for sale. If the registered bars are the bars that are available for sale, we've been talking about how in the past six months that registered category has been bled down 70%. And there's only about 34 million ounces in that registered category. Those are the bars that are backing the entire price setting mechanism of the world. And it's, it's ridiculous when you realize that 45 million ounces were delivered off the, the London Metals Exchange in September. And in August, India imported 38 million ounces, more than there is backing this whole game. Anyways, the client, uh, I was told that, look, if we leave them in Brinks, New York, they are, even though they're eligible and not for sale, they have been approved and are in the COMEX chain of custody. And if they ever want to sell it, maybe Elon Musk offers a $10 premium per ounce to buy silver, Bang, they can sell it, no problem at all. It doesn't have to be assayed. It's within the confines of the COMEX liquidity um, ecosystem. What is so crazy about what's happening on COMEX is that whoever is draining it is not just transferring it from registered to eligible. They're pulling it out of the system. They don't care about liquidity. Whoever is draining COMEX is pulling it out of the system. And when you're talking about taking possession of millions of ounces of silver, wouldn't you think liquidity would be important unless you see something coming, unless you just don't care? And that, to me, is what is really, really, really interesting and telling. And it's this type of, this type of, of action, the draining of the exchanges, the pulling it out of the ecosystems, the removal of counterparty risk, all of which has happened as the prices come down tells me that the biggest, most sophisticated money who's got their ear to the information spigot knows what's coming and they are preparing. And that is why I think we ain't seen anything yet. And the prices will go higher than anyone thinks possible. But I'm going to say one last thing and then I will leave it to you. Um, do not, let me repeat this, do not buy gold and silver to get rich. Do not. And any of these companies, especially the ones that just specifically promote IRAs, that tell you you're going to get rich buying gold and silver, lose their number and start to rethink your whole ideology. You're buying gold and silver right now to get out of the way of the steamroller that is coming. You may get rich. You may thrive, not just survive. But that's not going to be the reason that I would ever tell people to buy gold and silver because I think it is missing the point altogether. This is a generational shift away from the West and from the dollar, and there's going to be an awful lot of chaos within its wake. You need to mitigate your exposure to the dollar in bullion right now 